Hello everyone and welcome to this month's episode of I Don't Talk A Lot, the chaotic podcast where I will talk a lot about everything and anything on my own or with friends. So stay tuned as what is to come will most likely, without a doubt, be some form of chaos. Oh, hi there. Didn't see you there. <laughs> Hello. Hi, um, friends. Welcome to the fourth episode of I Don't Talk A Lot. Today, I'm sitting down for an interview with my amazing mother. Hello. Um, who is a local musician who is going to answer a few questions. Happy to be here. Thanks for getting me on the show. Oh, yeah, because, you know, my audience is so big, it's world famous. <laughs> world famous. Sweet. Okay, so my first question for you is who are you like what do you do my name is amanda hicks and i am a local musician here in the comox valley um i guess my evening job (laughs) Uh, day job i work for sysup financing and i'm a mom that's me really you're a mom i'm a mom i don't know if you know this it's not like i'm your daughter or anything but i'm a mom um, so when you say you're a musician, do you like? Do you, are you in a band or anything, or are you just solo? I have multiple different forms of being a musician. I do some solo shows around town. I play with friends, just jam. I also have a duo. So my band is called Boondock. My duo is called Barnside Alchemy. And then I just have my solo act. Well, that's pretty cool. My next question for you is who are the most influential people in your life other than my parents I guess mm-hmm. um because they're hard workers and brought me up right <laughs> um but as far as artists goes Dolly Parton's always been a really big idol of mine and I've always looked up to her and she's been a great influence she came from rags to riches and she helps out people in need she is an amazing songwriter, tells a story, and she's just overall funny and just awesome. I think that's a pretty good answer. She's got some great quotes. Yeah. Um, my second question for you is, so far within your career, what has been the biggest challenge you've faced? Biggest challenge i faced? Well, being a woman in sort of a male-dominant industry has been a bit challenging over the years, but... I feel like I've grown a backbone and I've learned to toughen up because you kind of have to or you get people who can walk all over you and that's not good. So I think that's a big challenge. Also, just through COVID, it was really difficult because we didn't get paid. We didn't play, so we didn't get paid. And when you're used to that sort of income, it does take a bit of a toll on you. So that was a big challenge. Do you have a favorite song to play? Because I know a lot of people ask you what your favorite is. And I know that is a very much dreaded question because I personally hate that question. And I'm sure as a musician, that's something you get asked very, very frequently. So I figured I'd switch it up and ask you what your favorite song to play is. To play? I have two, I think. I have a lot of them, of course. But my the two that kind of stick out in my brain is called The Highway. And that's by Holly Williams. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites also one of your bonus dad's favorite ones that I play as well and you gotta always love playing um what would the other one be falling in love with you by Elvis Presley that's a good one 
Also, that's not called that. It's isn't it called "Can't Help Falling in Love with You"? Yes, you are correct. Can we edit this? <laughs> I mean, you're like we can, but it's fine. Meh. It's content. Cause I can't help <laughs> falling in love with you. There, I serenaded you. You're welcome. I feel so serenaded. <laughs> I feel so touched. Also, also, did you know the name of that song was actually I Can't Help Falling in Love With You? We were both wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It might not be that, actually. <laughs> Maybe. It could be something totally different, but I'm just going to say that's what it is. We need, like, an assistant here or something that Google is. Yes. You know. <laughs> so, I also have another question for you, obviously, because this is an interview. But what is... is... What? It is? Really? <laughs> so, what is the songwriting process like for you? Depends on the day, really. I've written songs waking up from a dead sleep, and I had an idea, and I had to write it down in my notebook next to my bed. I do a lot of writing in the shower because a lot of people sing in the shower and that's when I find I'm relaxed and come up with some melodies. Um, sometimes I just pick up the guitar and throw three or four chords together and it has a really nice sound to it. I don't know. Some people, and I've done this on occasion as well, where you write lyrics and then you put music to it. I'm more partial to writing music first and then lyrics because then I can know how the flow goes. Do you ever just like you're sitting down and you're you're asleep obviously because you know you're in your bed and you just wake up and you're like I got an idea and you're just like jolted away. Yeah yeah actually that has happened before but funny story when I wrote I'm trying to think of what song that was now I wrote a song last summer might have even been the summer before and I was so tired because I actually had a gig the night before. And then your brother had early morning hockey at 6 o'clock. So I really only got a couple hours of sleep, if that. And I got home from hockey with your brother. And I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. I need a nap. And I went to lay down. And I just had this beat in my head. For some reason, it was like a boom, boom. I don't know. There was just some beat in my head. And I'm not a drummer. So I don't know. I just had to get it out. So I picked up my phone. And I recorded on the voice memo of the beat that was in my head and I'm like okay it's out of my head it's fine I can go back to sleep so I closed mm-hmm. my eyes and then all of a sudden I had this melody in my head I'm like oh that looks good oh that works and I recorded that I'm like okay everything's out of my brain I can yeah. relax I can go back to sleep I closed my eyes woke up again and I had this idea and I had these words coming to me it's funny the creative process can be so different so yeah it was that was a pretty neat thing and Tyson Mm-hmm. was there the whole time laughing at me being like are you do you feel better now do you, are you ready you can go to sleep <laughs> Tyson is my husband for those of you listening that don't know who he is Madison's bonus paw Well, oh, I just called call her full name I feel kind of personally attacked is that I mean, a shot of passive aggressive I can call or you whatever passive I want. aggression I named you I can call you Madison fine then so do do how did you first get into music I don't remember a time when I wasn't into music. I know your grandma and um, Papi would get mad at me because I would always be singing at the kitchen table. But they always had music on in the background. So, you know, there was always music around. Um, Your grandpa's house, we always did karaoke with the cool inside of the family. Always had fun doing that. And then growing up, I was in choirs. 
I just kind of was always there. And then with like first getting into music, was there like an instrument you played before you got into like singing and stuff or was it singing that instrument? Um, I actually didn't realize I could sing until I was about 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. I've always sang, but I just kind of did it because it was fun. I didn't realize I actually mm-hmm. had any talent <laughs> at it until I was older. Um, but I, I got this little tiny keyboard one year for Christmas, and mm-hmm. I used to learn a lot of songs by ear, so I would just kind of keep playing the keys until it sounded right. Oh, that sounds right. And then I would figure out songs all the time. Um and so yeah that's kind of where I, I actually really think that helped my singing ability too because I could match mm. the sound to the keyboard well, that's pretty cool that is pretty pretty cool um out of your original songs or what is the like what is the song you've written that you were most proud of probably the one I wrote a couple summers ago called home um it's written about your great grandma McCormick and it kind of talks about being back east where I was born in Prince Edward Island and the memories I had with your grandma and yeah just right from the heart one of those <laughs> pull the heartstring ones mm-hmm. yeah I like that one I like that one do you have any pre-show pre I can grammar <laughs> do you have any pre-show rituals that you normally do yes <laughs> <laughs> and maybe they're quirky Maybe they're not. I don't know. But (laughs) I have a really hard time doing something else other than relaxing and doing vocal warm-ups and getting ready for my show. It could be like four hours before a show and someone might say, hey, Amanda, do you want to come over for a visit or do you want to go out for a quick drink? And I can't because I just have it in my brain that, nope, I have a show. I have to get ready. I have to do vocal (laughs) warm-ups. I have to relax and always keeping it PG-13 here, you know, a glass of my favorite beverage to help warm up the vocal cords. <laughs> that's kind of my pre-show ritual. Wow. Yeah. That's my really good friend. His name is Jack Daniels. He's always a good supporter. <laughs> oh, I bet. You and him must be tight. We're tight. Super tight. Mm-hmm. Your husband must be jealous. <laughs> uh, oh, there's my next one. I can't read my writing sometimes. That's kind of sad. <laughs> When it comes to music, are there any, like, mottos or mantras you often repeat to yourself? I don't know about mottos or mantras, but there was a really good or even just like piece quotes. of advice, maybe? Was that... yeah, yeah, there was a... I got a really good piece of advice once. I went to Nashville when I was younger um, for a songwriting conference, and one of the instructors at one of the classes I took said, you know, it doesn't matter if there's two people or four million in a crowd. You always play like you're playing to four million because you never know who those two people could be in the crowd. They could help support your career. They could um, be someone that could just push you further in the music industry. So I've always tried to live by that. And, you know, if there's two people in the crowd, you still just rock out as much as you can. That's pretty good advice. Oh, that marker cap was open. <laughs> so how do, you, how do you balance life between your personal life and including music life as well as your personal life like have you ever found that really difficult to separate the three always actually because when you guys were younger getting <laughs> waking up at about three o'clock and six o'clock and eight o'clock after playing all night and working until three in the morning sometimes can be a bit difficult or oh, is barking her head off um so it is it was difficult more when you guys were younger 
but now that you're older and and you can kind of fend for yourself for a few things it makes it a lot easier it was definitely difficult trying to find time to hang out with you guys and support you guys and but also work at the same time but I feel like we got a pretty good balance now I would agree so yeah um so I only have two questions left and they're not even really questions they're more just me asking you to fill in blanks okay so for the second last last one are there anything else anything else you would like to share any advice to anyone hoping to go into similar industry of music or just any else anything else you would like to share I think just perseverance is a a big thing because just never give up you know there's some people that are going to love what you do there's some people that don't and that's okay not everyone has to like what you do but if you're enjoying yourself and it's a good creative outlook for you some people honestly for me music is also a bit like therapy I, I always tell people this because you know you can talk to somebody and that works for some people when you're having a tough go but music to me has always been my safe zone I can get a lot of my feelings and emotions out and I feel better after so you know if it's something that works for you and you enjoy doing it do it great advice also for the last thing where can listeners find you like are you available do you have accounts for your like your band or your duo on like facebook instagram or anything like that yeah so boondock is the name of our band as i said earlier and we are on facebook instagram as the band boondock and barnside alchemy is my duo and we're also on facebook and instagram boondock also has a website www.boondock b-o-o-n-d-o-c-k dot c-a are you sure it's not the boondocks it's not definitely not the boondocks that (laughs) is one of my biggest pet peeves um as people that put s's on the end of things that don't deserve and i'm not talking newfies because i lived in labrador i know what it's like to be a newfie um but when you have a band called boondock and people say are you going to see the boondocks this weekend (laughs) or oh we're going to matches eatery no it's not it's just match let's go to match you know Mm -hmm. it drives me crazy i always have like i have these vivid memories in my head of people being like oh i got you this it's like a it's like a poster or something it's like i did it i made it for you i thought you could it'd be useful and you would just be like because it would say the the boondocks or, or just boondocks. boondocks and you know i did a show i'm not going to say where because i don't want to mention this but there was a show and they printed out tickets and they put the boondocks <laughs> on all of the tickets and i wanted to be like oh who are the boondocks and be totally serious to her because that's not our name mm-hmm. yeah it definitely grinds my gears oh i bet <laughs> also i have another question i just thought of now how did you come up with the names for your band? Oh my goodness. That's a really tough one. Originally, I was with a band when I came back from college. Um, we were called Amanda and the Country Boys. And when we kind of ended that band, I wanted to do like pretty much mostly country or country rock. So we were just looking for names that meant country or, mm. you know, that wasn't talking about... I don't know. <laughs> we, to be totally honest, we Googled <laughs> good country names for a country <laughs> band. <laughs> and Boondock, it was like in the Boondock and stuff like that. But I'm like, let's shorten it. Just keep it Boondock. And then Barnside Alchemy it was, is a group that I have with my best friend, Paul Rogers. Shout out. 
(laughs) (laughs) And we have this amazing musical chemistry and... You guys definitely do. Right? Yeah. And so alchemy is kind of like, almost like mixing and scientific chemistry kind of stuff. So Mm -hmm. we thought that was a good word. And Barnside being a little bit more on the countryside, because we we do country, we do rock, we do old school, new school, originals, all kinds of stuff. So that fit for us. That's pretty cool. Also, do you guys have any recorded music out anywhere? <laughs> oh, I knew you were going to ask me about it. <laughs> We've been working on it, Maddie. We've been working on it. I'm just giving you motivation, you know? I'm bringing it up, you know, you feel pressure, and you're like, oh, I got to finish it now. I mean... I gotta finish it. Yeah, for Barnside Alchemy, we've done a recording of one of our originals called Bonnie and Clyde, and it will be coming out on all platforms, hopefully before the summer. And we are also in the works of recording a few more songs of ours and maybe a couple cover tunes that we like doing. Pretty nice. What about Boondock? Do you guys have any, do you guys ever do like songwriting in that, or do you have any recorded? soundtracks yeah we have in the past we didn't we did a cd a few years ago and um i was just actually talking to the guys tonight and we were saying that we want to do a lot more originals coming up this year and hopefully by the end of the year have a good at least another set list of our own stuff that we can perform and record that's pretty awesome Mm -hmm. pretty awesome <laughs> Thanks for having me, Maddie. Well, thank you for coming on. It was lovely. It was lovely. So I can hear your brother is still awake and he's supposed to be in bed right now. How dare he? Go to bed. Oh, maybe that's what said that. Could be. It could be. Who knows? We'll say it's Carter. We'll get him in trouble. Hey. The youngest always gets in trouble. Isn't that how it is? <laughs> so So I have a question for you. Oh. Do 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 do. What is your favorite song? <laughs> just kidding. I'm going to throw my marker at you. I have like a pile of them. I'm just going to... Nobody likes being asked that Except question. for those really weird, basic, like, unoriginal people who are like, only listen to the playlist with like one song on it. And they're like, actually, I don't listen to music. I'm not like that. And you're like, what is wrong with you? Liars. They are a bunch of liars. Because you know what? I bet they've heard more than one song in no. their life. They're just so basic. They're like, how do you pick one? Really? Exactly. There's so many good songs exactly. out there. Exactly. So many good songwriters, so many good songs, and it's just endless. So how do you just pick one? Exactly. And it's like, it's dependent on your mood, the weather, the moon phase. 100%. Because I'm, I'm a country girl through and through, but I love a good heavy metal or like a good rock tune mm-hmm. or sappy love song or, a, you know, pop. I, are you kidding me? 90s <laughs> pop? Oh, that's my jam. Spice girls in the car. That's my jam. You and me to Eminem. Maybe that's not appropriate for (laughs) a mother and daughter to listen to in a truck, but we have fun. That's true. We do. There are some other questionable ones too, but I think we're mature enough. (laughs) I know you are. (laughs) You're a bit debatable. Yeah, sometimes. It's touch and go. It's touch and go. (laughs) And... What is your first memory? I forgot to talk about the song I wrote for you when you were just a wee, wee little girl. I mean, like, technically you wrote me too. I wrote a couple for you guys, yep. Yours was all sweet. Yours was like, (laughs) oh, Maddie, I can't wait till you grow up. What are you going to be? What are you going to be like? And you're so cute. And then then your brother came along and I wrote a song called T-I-R-E-D because that kid did not sleep. So I wrote it, um, yours is all cushy and all <laughs> sweet, and his is like, go to sleep. 
question is T-I-R-E-D. Is it like heavy, heavy, heavy metal rock, like, go to sleep? It should. But it's really like T-I-R-E-D, I'm tired. The baby's up again. And now it's just wired. Something like that. I can't remember. It was a long time ago when I wrote it. But basically about being exhausted as a mother. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> really from the heart. Oh, I can tell. It really shows your love right, for him. <laughs> and then I wrote you guys a lullaby. That was fun. I, it was just my lullaby. It's in the title. Maddie's it was called Maddie's Lullaby. lullaby. And yours is on YouTube. And it's called <laughs> Maddie's Song. And she makes a cameo appearance in the video as she's holding my piece of paper for medical terminology that I was studying that day <laughs> that I wrote the song on the back of. So go medical terminology maybe that was your inspiration maybe you were just thinking like medical terminology do you know mm-hmm. what else is medical growth so you're like you know what growth is it's aging do you know what aging is when my favorite person in the whole entire <laughs> world grows up because it's okay you don't have to at say the time it. you were because you you know really? what i did i, I could pick favorites because <laughs> you were my only child at that point <laughs> and i mean like once you said it you can't take it back it's true. That's for that's forever. You were my favorite then. Let's put it that way, because you were the only child. <laughs> now I have to spread my love evenly, and I love you all equally. But I mean, like whatever, what everyone else doesn't know won't kill them. I mean, like it's okay. You can admit that I'm your favorite. They're not gonna listen to this. <laughs> On the off chance that they will, I'm not gonna answer that question. It's okay. She's like blinking her eyes right now and winking <gasps> at me. Rude. I'm her favorite. <laughs> So, well, this has been fun. So, thank you again. Thank you. No, thank you. Until next time. Maybe we can do another one and I'll maybe jam a little song. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sounds good. June. So, thank you again. Bye.